and you know for the for the reason you just for for the reason you just explained i've also seen that many times um people who go into entrepreneurship because they're trying to lead more rounded lives <laughs> uh now turn out to become slaves to those businesses This is Business Fever NG Podcast, episode 50. This is a podcast where successful food entrepreneurs in Nigeria share the success stories of how they built their brand and the lessons they learned along the way. Welcome to the show. Our guest today is Emanuela George Ojuku. She's a business strategy consultant and um, according to their Instagram handle, they help African entrepreneurs fix the challenges and develop strategies to increase their revenues and profits. Um, you can find her on Instagram at Hillbridge Consulting. And I'm your host, Olumide from Barbecue and Cravings. Thank you very much for coming on the show today. I um, always love speaking to consultants. I feel like there's a lot of knowledge you guys have, um, you've, 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 let's call it acquired through hard work over the years. And um, you've probably spoken to loads of business owners, you know, and, and there's a lot of feedback and like, information you can just share. So thank you very much for that. Um, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll, I'll go into the questions as far as, you know, the kind of va- the values that consultants can bring to businesses, especially less like a restaurant business, for example. Okay. My name is Emanuela George Uduku, also known as The Bridge Builder, and I work with SMEs and uh, business owners to help take their business to where they're looking to have it be. Okay. How long have you been doing this? Officially four years. Okay. What's your background? Like, what did you study, you know, and then why did you go into consulting? My first degree was management information systems. And after some years of working, I decided to get an MBA with concentration in strategy because I was already thinking of working as a management consultant. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's good so do you okay i think that's i mean mis is always very it's, it's a good uh degree to have and then obviously mba is it's like icing on a cake um mm. let me just jump right into it like what kind of small businesses do you see struggle and which ones would you advise people not to get into unless they have certain skills i mean that's a very broad question <laughs> but you know there's some yes, businesses i know happened. i know because um it's like you know Everybody gets that entrepreneur bug that they are going to try something and they, they go into it not mm-hmm. realizing that there's a whole lot more that's tied to that. And the other truth yeah. is there's nothing, there's no small business. That, that's the other thing. But um, let's I assume the listeners want to jump into a business right now. And I'm sure you will probably have seen there's a pattern where, you know, there's a trend where people go into certain businesses and they just don't succeed in it. Like from your experience, what would be the, your first like don't go to area for, a fresh entrepreneur that was going to business? Honestly, I can't even pick a particular area because I think uh, what what is missing oftentimes is with the entrepreneurs themselves. So either with gaps or with their um, skills or knowledge or unwillingness to stay the course till whatever they've gotten into materializes. But I don't think there's any area that is a no-no because we have such a vibrant economy. As much as we think... Um, you know, this isn't working out. When it comes to infrastructure, of course, there's <laughs> there's a lot to be said that is not very positive. But there's also a lot that is, you know, going well for those who understand and are willing to apply themselves to what it takes to succeed in that particular area. Because it's different. You mentioned um, um, food or restaurant earlier. It will be totally different what you need to succeed in that area than, say, fashion or okay. beauty. Okay, so let you me, know. that's good, that's mm-hmm. true. So let me even step back a little bit because you, you said two things that I want to kind of pick on. You said state the course and then the gap, like the knowledge gap people have. So mm-hmm. is there enough knowledge that has to be required in a specific field before anyone jumps into it? Like, would you advise that, okay, before you go into, let's say I want to be a, a restaurant owner right now, would you say spend like six months researching this before you, you know, you, you put money into it? And then um, would you also advise, there's like a time frame to say, stay with the business plan for maybe like a year or maybe even two years before you decide like it's not working out because you know we've seen all these images of uh, a guy in a tunnel digging and then there's diamond and he 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 you know he um, yeah. 
you've seen that already. So it, it's like, and then, you know, there's, there's also the reality that most, most entrepreneurs are not as patient as they should be because they mm -hmm. want that quick money. So like, what would you advice? It's a weird I, question, I, but yeah, I, you get no, what I'm no, saying, no, right? It's a, it's a very uh, pertinent question to ask. And for me, I would answer it in a way that is probably not the book correct way. So book correct, uh, or, you know, theoretically, you would say spend time studying the market and that really makes sense but i would not put a period to it neither would i put the exact things you should be studying because i recognize that people are different so in my work with all sorts of business owners <laughs> i've seen that um there are people who just have this intuitive um, nature, something that you can place your hands on, but they're able to make decisions even without data and analysis and get it right on. And some of the times you do everything you could have done right and things still don't pan out for reasons that you can always place your hands on. So for that reason, I'm going to start by saying know yourself. That's the biggest advice that I have. Know yourself and even if you're too afraid to admit what your capabilities are, know how much you're willing to put into something and at least what you want out of it starting with the knowledge of that um i i find really helps so the belief that okay this might be tough this might be a crowded market this might be everything not palatable but i'm going to give it my best shot and i'm going to go every day willing to learn listen and you know just do better with whatever i've chosen to do and then, of course, it, it always pays. The one that I would definitely say, spend time understanding and don't even stop at any time is listening to customers. Their preferences are constantly changing. Mm -hmm. And I find that in every industry, you look at those at the top of their game and who have been for a long time is because they really have that listening ability. Unfortunately, customers don't talk to us the way they used to in time past. So before it was, you know, surveys and focus groups and all those fancy things. Now it's what they're saying on social. other platforms. Yeah. It's what they thank you on social, you know. And so you've got to be able to deduce, put two and two together and figure out where they're headed. Unfortunately, the minute you figure it out, they're heading in another direction. That's true. <laughs> so, so you've got to really have your ears to the ground and and keep listening. But should you do some form of, you know, research and understanding and you know present yourself as different or present your differentiating factor so people know why they should put you, definitely. Yeah, but I can't really say do that for three months or for six months because uh, how how we how we operate is so different. You know. Our, our, so yeah. would you recommend that, uh, let's say, um, an entrepreneur to speak to a consultant before they start or after they started? Uh, it's, it's <laughs> that's an interesting question. Would I say before, if you can do both, of course, that would be better. But if you had to choose um, either, if you had to choose either, oh, that's a tough one on me day, mm -hmm. but I might probably say after you start, just okay. because... Before you start, and this is, I'm iterating that this is only because you're forcing me to pick, yeah? Yeah. Uh, but before you start, you know, there's there's a lot that is panning out in your head, you know? You, you have the passion for this industry, I'm assuming. You know how to do something, you know, you have a, a certain level of either knowledge or expertise or whatever, and you've just played it out in your head and it's all going to be good. If you worry about things, it's probably going to be infrastructure. And then you tell yourself, but I'll fix it based on what I've seen, um, you know, competitor A do. But you get into it and even after you did a business plan, you're going to be hit with some realities that you did <laughs> Niger not <see> coming. <laughs> you know, that you did not see coming. And many times, um, of course, people react differently. Some people have staying power. And sorry about that. That's background fine. That's going. fine. That's fine. <laughs> Some people have staying power, and you know their greed comes to play, and you know they're willing to work it out and and still thrive. Other people, you know, they take the heat for one, two, three months. They're out. So we react in different ways at that time. And I think 
I think if we had to, um, I mean, if more businesses were to succeed, it would be because at that point, they were able to sit with somebody and figure out a way, a way to get past all the realities they're now facing. I, I think that would be very okay. helpful so for most businesses. Let me give you my own experience. Um, yeah. So it, it's usually like I have an idea and I'm like, mm -hmm. and with most <laughs> entrepreneurs or most like we're very optimistic about how we see things. You know, we, we think it's like a straight line. Yep. And mm -hmm. then usually we either don't talk to the right people or we talk to people who don't know much about what we're trying to do and just they, they believe in us. And we believe mm -hmm. in ourselves as well, but we haven't been very honest with ourselves. Yeah. And I, then what happens is you now tell yourself, well, I have been successful in, in business A. I can transfer that to business B. Therefore, and how, how yeah. much is it? Okay, not much money. I get a space, you know, put the place up and you have staff because obviously you have extra staff. And then mm -hmm. two, three months, no money is coming. You're thinking, okay, what did I do wrong? Because yeah. I've had locations where I have rebranded maybe about four, maybe this is my fourth time rebranding it. And each time it's like, oh, I like this meal. I like this like um, food, uh, let's say menu item, menu items. And I'll put mm -hmm. it out and then nobody buys into it, you know, and um over time, and I made a note to myself saying that before I do anything, I will sit on it for about two, three months. And then if I still feel strongly about it after two, three months, then maybe I can ask, I can start exploring <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah. you know, because so, and that's one of the things I, I've noticed about entrepreneurs in, or maybe some businessmen in, in, in Nigeria. I, I think they jump around businesses. Well, well mm, yes, that happens. But you see what you just described, is what you just described is a uh, will i say phenomenon that i observe or a situation that i observe with intelligent people so people who are intelligent usually would figure it out in their head and say this is how it's going to pan out and because they're smart and things have worked out their ways in time past they're pretty certain you know, if I apply the same principles, it'll go well. But recall what I said about the consumers. Yeah. You know, and and it's not too often that they're willing to really listen. And what I've learned, because I also had a bit of that struggle, what I've learned is oftentimes you think about what you're bringing to the market and you were convinced this is a game changer and will, you know, breach this gap because right now the options available to customers you know, don't have this and don't have that, but customers need it because this, that, that. So because they're very smart, you're pretty certain that this will fly. I mean, who will not appreciate this? But guess what? Especially in this market, customers are from Mars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so what I found out in my own business was what I thought they would appreciate was really not what I was getting as feedback when I when I want to know what did you enjoy most about the service, you know what stood out for you. They were telling me something completely different. Like, and in my head I'm like, really, this is what impressed you? When I had this, this, and this, and so it goes back to really having your focus on what customer preferences are. You know, if you can nail that, if you can get it right, they will follow you anywhere. And that's the reason sometimes you look at it in almost every industry that I work with. Sometimes you look at the people who are at the top of their game, those who have the highest market shares, if you're able to determine that. Or those who, are, you know, have social currency or anything else that you can you can say is a, is a measure of success. You look at those people and they don't necessarily have the best product so they don't yeah. necessarily communicate the best though they don't necessarily have the best customer service so what on earth is it about you that customers are trooping to they figured it out they got the key and it was by listening and continuously listening okay so there are three things i want to unpack from what you just said i, I think that failure is is is, is a good teacher and hopefully mm -hmm. they're not big failures. And, and I think that the only reason why, I mean, I know better now is because I have failed enough times and, I, and I'm stubborn enough to keep on failing because that's, you fail yeah. to success. So I think that's that. Um, yeah. As far as customer preference, you know, I, I go back to what I think Henry Ford said that if he had asked uh, people what they wanted, they would have asked for like a faster horse. You know, there's a gamble business owners have to make because we're, we're almost assuming that this is what people... 
if people knew what they wanted, then they might find a way to create it. But so as business owner, we're trying to solve problems that people don't even know they have yet. But yeah, we're yeah, hoping, yeah. So, but, go on. Okay, let me, let me interrupt you there. So when I say um, listening, recall that I said the way they used to tell us is no longer what they do. That's not because people don't still respond to surveys. They won't tell you what they're really, really thinking or what they want. On the, So Henry Ford was able to say, okay, maybe not horses, but people want to move faster. Exactly. Definitely. Right? So if you're, if you're, of course, I don't mean take hook line, can, hook, line and sinker, what they're saying. You've also got to be futuristic and innovative. So it's, it's now creating an equation where you have, this is what, you know, this is the, what I'm, I'm perceiving that customers want. This is where technology is heading in this direction. This is where, and then you bring all those factors together. And that helps, that now guides your thinking process to say, okay, I'm going to make the decision to present them with this because I can see that um, it feels what I sense they want now and in future. And don't forget, I said, as you're figuring it out, it's changing. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and that's why many times it's also the reason why many times it pays to work with someone. Uh-huh. Even me, you know, even yeah. for myself, because you can always see all angles and it, it can be really invaluable getting perspective of other people because sometimes you oh, I never thought of it that way. You know, so all of that is now what combines. Is, is there I, a I, I never, tr- mm-hmm. sorry. Is there a trait you've noticed from business owners that are successful? I mean, um, I, I can imagine some, you know, they're maybe in shape. Actually, not really. But usually they should be in shape. But that's probably like a corporate ones. But it's not like a trait, you see. Are, are they very optimistic? I mean, like, uh, what is the, you know, if you were to say part of your clients you oh, dealt with, like, what, what the, traits the, do you notice? There are a couple things. There are a couple things. Um, one is they're usually very afraid of the decisions uh, <laughs> they want to make or what they, they're usually very unsure. I have observed that they're usually very unsure. So I wouldn't even say yes, optimism at, at the core, but it also manifests in fear sometimes, you know, but when they go ahead and do things, despite the fear, many times it turns out well too, is they're not afraid to learn. So they're constantly gleaning from, you know, other industries, other countries, um, other entrepreneurs, global businesses, you know, they're constantly soaking up what is working. Um, another thing I've observed is they, they're, they're really not afraid to switch um, or pivot. Hmm. So sometimes, sometimes um, many people, because they say grit is important, because they say consistency is key, because they say you need to be persistent, they stay even when, okay, look, this is just not working out, but somehow they still stay. So I've also seen that successful people are, are not afraid to say, okay, maybe, you know, um, this, my transportation business is not working out. Okay. And no, no, not transportation. Now, maybe I just passed the yellow bus. So I'm going to use that. So you have this yellow bus and sometimes somehow it's just not working out. And so instead of saying, oh, but I need to stay with, you know, downfall buses and make it successful. They're willing to maybe switch to Okada, right? The goal is the same. I'm still helping people because at the end of the day, we all want to live out our purposes. So if your purpose is to transport people, for example, you know, you can do it through downfall buses, yes. But if that's not working, an Okada has to be the way. They're willing to do that switch without caring what people are going to say, like, okay, I'm constantly changing businesses. They're not, not, not that they don't care, but they don't let it stop them. That's that's another thing I've noticed. And of course, you know, they're, they're problem solvers. They they think, they plan. So um, I'm sure you're aware of the business, business model canvas, right? That's yeah. Pro- okay. I, and um, I think in some of the books I read, they spoke about how if the real companies back then had understood that they were in, in the people transportation, people movement, people, yeah, in, in, mm-hmm. in transporting people business, they would have done mm-hmm. airlines and ships and everything else. But like they started yeah. as just railway and they didn't they didn't realize the problem was solving. So I think what I'm taking away from what you're saying is key to understand the particular problem you're solving. Now the different ways to solve yeah. that problem. Beyond exactly. The, the beyond, exactly. I think that's that's yeah. great. Um so you know, I'm always thinking like when do, how long do you stay on before you hop on the sinking ship? Because you you know, miracles can happen 
you know, where maybe all of a sudden, you know, tides goes lower and then you can start floating again. So with a business, you know, and there's this, you know, there's, I don't know, there's learning curve, there's periods where you have to just like stick to it, like the grit, for example. Mm -hmm. Grit is not going to happen in a day. It's like you stick through, you push through. (laughs) So like, you know, like, again, it's like, when do you really quit? Because everybody's struggling in all their businesses. So it's usually, Mm -hmm. okay, a guy, Simon Sonic said that um, the goal is to outlast your competition, not to beat them. So Mm. the last man standing is the one who wins. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, and look at the phone companies. You know, sometimes you just have to pump a lot of money in and just time and energy. So, when when should someone quit? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got, that could be a question. Like, when should someone quit a business and say, you know what, it is not working out? Because oftentimes it could be they have not. Maybe they didn't. They had the wrong strategy. They, they didn't understand the market very well. You know, or, in fact, or should you recommend that? A consultant should come in as, before a business quit. They should come in and, and speak to a consultant to see if maybe they haven't seen that diamond in the rough situation. Uh, I definitely would, and not just because that's what. Many times, you know, where it's like your, your realities, your experiences have shaped your view of the world or your view of business because of what you've seen, and that that is a limitation. So, some other person who probably hasn't gone through what you've gone through hasn't seen what you've seen would perceive things differently and be able to come up with a different set of um, either tactics or strategies that uh, you haven't considered. So definitely talk to people who are um, who are experienced in solving similar problems. Okay. You know, that, that always helps. And because I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian and in touch with my spirit man, I know that. Um, so I'm, I'm only speaking for those who are spiritual now. There is also that point where your inner man starts to tell you that, okay, it's time to either make a switch or um, take a break, you know, because sometimes what you really need is a break. Yeah. Clear your head, shut down everything, and then relaunch, and, and you do well. That also happens. I've, I've seen it happen multiple times. Um, but it's got to be a combination of it's not just that I've been doing the same thing and it's not worked. It's not just that I have tried abc and it hasn't worked it is one i've invited other people and their solutions have also not worked you know i really have put in my you know many times when we're struggling with those things we know that there are things we should do that we've not done that's the truth many times we know but if you can honestly say i've done all i can and given it a hundred percent and I've given other people an, an opportunity to make an input and it's still not working. I've worked with, you know, consultants and somehow, you know, this is just, it doesn't seem like the market is ready or it doesn't seem like people are willing to pay or it doesn't seem like, then of course at that at that time, it's, it's time to call it quits. Well, it's a long way coming now. It's, it's got to be, you know, you'd need to be really sure because many times we're right at the edge and you're one, one tweak away from what will work exactly you know oftentimes i find that i'm the business owners are are just one thing away it's just one thing they need to tweak and then things pick up okay so um when you bring a consultant on like should it be like uh is it three months is it like a one-time you know what would you recommend a business owner like how much it depends on it depends on the size of the business and the size of the problem (laughs) so it's taking everything from one session of four hours to really fix things um to almost a year Yes, okay. that long. And, so it, it depends okay. on the size of a problem and, of course, the size of a company too. Because the more people you need to, especially when, you know, there are issues around either organizational development or change management, you know, when there are more people, then you need to, you know, win more hearts, so to say. So I think that's one thing to develop strategies and implement them. So it, it, could be, it could be anything from those. But usually, even one um one conversation can open your eyes to things that you did not think were uh, or mattered as much okay so what would you say to people who would argue that because this is so i'm in the restaurant industry and yeah i i almost feel like and maybe people i have i don't i'm not sure that the people who call themselves consultants in this space Mm -hmm. um 
know where the where the the puck is going like what where the the wave is being you know where the market is moving to let's put it that way um so what would you how what would you say to that because you know it's you know you guys know theory guys you guys have read books you guys have been on the outside but like you know like what would would you say to that well it's i i hate to put others under the bus but the truth is as with most other industries because of state of the economy and um the very high unemployment rate it's easy for people to just look for something to do and then when consulting or coaching seems like you know low barriers to entry what do you need spend some hours on google get some books and then you can claim to know anything so when <laughs> when when that is the situation of course you expect that you know anyone can call themselves anything but i think for the true um and of course there are people who are doing awesome work the people who are doing really really well the thing would be for anyone who's thinking of bringing someone on board do your homework. I mean, it's it's as basic as that. Do your homework. Be sure that oh oh, be sure that um, this person has the right, even if not qualifications, experience to to make claims, to lay claims to what they're saying they can do. And then if you can find those that they've worked with who have gotten results, of course. Everyone would get, you can you can talk to a class of 10 and people would take exactly what you did and get different types of results, you know, different levels of, of um, performance. But if you can find the success stories, that usually helps as well. And um, more importantly, be sure of what you want to get out of the, is it partnership or commitment or engagement? As long as you're very clear on that, you could always request for um, some form of guarantee, you know, just be, be sure that you know what you want to get out of it. And then they should be able to guarantee that they can, you know, help you fix that some form of guarantee. And if, if someone runs at the first mention of that word, then <laughs> that tells you something. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Is there like a, so as far as strategies, is there like a blueprint for a good strategy? You know, um, no. Wow, you no. said no. no. Yes, no. Again, I don't give I don't give book answers. I I I speak from what I've seen. So, say for instance, I I told you my my um master's degree, my concentration was in strategy. Mm-hmm. Now you cannot even begin to count the number of frameworks and tools and all sorts of things that I've been exposed to. You know, from those who want you to look out words like uh, Porter's Five Forces, to those who want you to look in words like Blue Ocean and Edge Strategies. You know, there are a ton of, of strategies out there. But what I've seen is that what works best at least in the environment and space I'm operating, which is with SMEs in Nigeria and Africa, our realities are different. So I've seen that what works best is um, really putting all of these things together, external, internal, but more importantly, um, having either the strengths of the owner you know, the entrepreneurs themselves or their team or the organization, understanding what it is that their strengths are in the real for, in the real sense. And that's why I, I, you know, prefer to work with businesses who have been in existence as against someone who's just starting. Because you're able to tell, over time, I can ask questions, do a deep dive and really uncover what those core strengths are. And I find that when we use that, the strategies will develop, become more executable. Now, um, this might this might be interpreted in different ways, but I think that, in, not, not mediocre, but an average strategy with excellent execution will outperform an excellent strategy with mediocre execution, you know? So because execution is always at the back of my mind, whatever I'm developing, I like to just work with what I find. So I I tell clients when I come in, I'm like a blank slate. 
you know i just take all what i find out all what i observe what i see the patterns you know your strengths your customers or even not your current customers the customers you're looking to start serving i take all of that to develop strategies i don't come with you know a, a, a blueprint of here's how we're going to approach it that will make it work i think that's the reason a lot of strategies just end up as shelfware yeah. they just they just left there not used because oh well it sounds good but Hello. <laughs> yeah, let me even chime in on that a little bit because I, I mean, what I have done, I, I have, I, there's really not a lot of information on like local businesses to like learn how to, you know, building their brand or how they're operating. So I, I do a lot of just online research and probably Western companies and I ask myself, how can I adapt that to the Nigerian market? You know, so like, again, you mentioned Blue Ocean Strategy. I felt like we, we, we actually have done some of the things that they've suggested in there. You know, and then so it, it, it's I, I understand how you're saying that. You yeah, know, because it, mo most of those things, let me tell you, Lumite, a lot of times they're looking at the 0.001% of organizations. Yeah. You know, just those at the very top of both. Are the realities the realities of the everyday business person? No. no. So I found out what we do, you know, what I explained to you kind of works better for us. Yeah. yeah, at least they tell us that. And a good number of them have had opportunities to work with, you know, bigger companies, bigger consulting firms that charge them far more, you know, but, but still run into the same issue of how does this translate when, you know, someone who's not as knowledgeable and as experienced as you now has to implement that. Because I wouldn't do the implementation. Yeah. Um. So... One of the challenges I think that small business owners have is is when to scale and how to scale. Mm. Um, I guess maybe you can. Um, first of all, how much time do you have? Because uh, this is a very interesting conversation for me. I'm stuck in traffic. Okay, Naja so. <laughs> <laughs> Factor again. All right, yeah. great. So. Um, when to scale and how to scale. So let, let me kind of give you my 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 mindset on that. I, okay. I've I I see the reason why businesses should scale up, and I see the reason why they should not scale up. And I'm like, depending on my uh, you know the companies that I, I I won't say study, but I look up to. But depending on what they do, I tell myself, okay, scale up, or I tell myself, don't scale up, just have one location. Now, um, how to scale up? it's more of an internal issue and we definitely have a human resource problem in Nigeria, you know? So, um, if you can just touch on both from, again, from your advantage point, like when do we scale up and yeah. how can we scale up? Okay. So when, when is, um, you have the infrastructure, to support scaling the business. Go because deeper in infrastructure because uh, my my uh, my customers, my the, the audience may not understand what you mean infrastructure. Is okay. it money? Okay. Is it employees? Is it uh? I mean, just. I'll, I'll I'll answer that question with an example. Okay. So say for example, um, I make clothes, and I give my clothing items they just rounded up big brother so i'm going to use that as an example and so i, I give my clothes to big brother niger who has um you know I, I don't know how many million people were watching at least in the live uh the last week and the live shows and suddenly i have this awesome exposure and publicity and within a short period my demand or demand for my products 200 or 500x if at that point within a reasonable period of time say 30 to 45 maybe even 60 days i'm not able to deliver on that wonderful order that came my way perhaps or if it, it crumbles everything can you still hear me i can hear you go on the sound in the background that's fine i okay. can hear you okay if that kind of turns everything on its head because now nobody knows what they're doing everything is just you know it's just chaotic this is everything has gone haywire 
then perhaps I wasn't ready for that, you know, at least not at that level. But I should have been able to forecast and there should have been some things in place if I said I was going to, you know, go for that kind of exposure. So that that's part of what I mean by infrastructure, how you do what you do, the processes you have, the capabilities, your equipment, your, you know, just be sure that you can handle much more than and what you what you currently have and deliver it in such a way that the experience is still the same for customers right so food for example if if i'm going to still be able to produce at that degree at a you know much larger scale and still have that same experience still have that same taste then of course i'm ready right it also would apply to employees it would apply to, you know, your standard operating procedures, basically, like they're like firmed up, you have capacity, all of that good stuff. Then how, how to scale will also kind of piggyback on when. The minute you're ready, of course, there's there's a procedure to it. What market are you picking? Do you want to enter? an entirely new space, maybe geographically different from where you are? Do you want to serve, you know, digitally now? You know, perhaps you just had a physical location and you want to go digital and scale that way, or you want to move nationwide or get to six geopolitical zones. It's really going to now be taking what you already have in existence and duplicating it there. You know, so I always say that for SMEs whom I work for, it still demands the attention, at least for, you know, the initial period, it still would demand the attention of the business owner, where you're now teaching the new people who are joining the organization to follow, you know, how we do things. Because, of course, there's culture, there's all those intangible things, how we communicate, how we treat people, those things matter, and they affect the they have an impact, not effects. They have an impact on the customer's journey, the customer's experience. And these are the things that would determine if you're successful in the long run. Because if you're known for um, speaking to customers one way or having one tone of voice in um, you know, your physical location and then digitally you speak to customers differently, you know, and your online business is just totally, it's almost like being run by a different set of people <laughs> then that's not good for the brand and in the long run it won't stand the test of time so th there's a lot that comes into play and people need to be careful it's always a good thing it's always an exciting thing when you can you know scale your business but there, there are many salient points to consider before you head in that direction so yeah. in a weird way i think the response you're giving me is more for people who have like a level of skilled workforce you know, um, when we're doing, again, let's call it hospitality, you know, where, you know, um, your employees are really guys who, you know, I mean, they may not have degrees, may have just gone through a level of high school, you mm -hmm. know, um, and, you well, know. But it's the same with uh, organizations like, like Domino's, Mr. Biggs. You know, it's the same true, thing. True, true, true. You have, you have some, you know, of course, you have key roles that they have to be, they have to be educated, like properly educated and trained. But the bulk of their employees are really not, you know, yeah. Okay. How do you, so, okay, let me, one of the things you said about the whole Big Brother thing, I, I think that um, one should try to study their sales and see if it's a trend rather than a, uh, not one of, fact, a one-off kind course, of thing of course, and, and, of and I don't know how long something has to happen before you see before you can call it a trend um, again that's probably one of the great things if you're able it. to replicate it I, I would say if you're able to replicate it um, three four quarters in a row okay um, then I, I would say you already have established that this is what works and I can repeatedly you know apply this set of this set of uh, you know principles, strategies, okay. tactics, techniques, okay. and get the same result. So yeah. three quarters. Three to, so almost three, like yes, a year. Okay. Yes. 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 Okay. Um. All right. Uh, I think that that's um that's good information. Now, <laughs> it, let's kind of switch things around a little bit because I feel like this is me asking questions that I feel like people might want to know, and then also many questions that I want to ask. But then to get, <laughs> to, to get your own opinion as well too, because. Yeah, I, I have done a lot of research as well, so I think I, I know a few things. But let's switch it around. Can you, mm -hmm. let's pretend that I'm uh, somebody coming to you saying I want you to consult. 
I want you to, mm-hmm. I want to open a business. Like what kind of questions are you going to ask me? What kind of information are you going to want to know? Um, and this is just to make sure that the conversation is more rounded because we can keep talking yeah. on, on this. I'm big on, so let me give you, I'm jumping around here. Branding, I think is very important. I think that the product that we sell in the business doesn't matter. Um, there are four areas that I'm focusing on in my own business. It's branding, it's um, customer service, it's logistics, and it's um, cost cutting, which is like operations. And um, oh. I've taken some, I will, you know, so I, I know some things, but um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I also have like an accounting background, so that kind of helps with the numbers and everything. So I'm yeah. probably not the the average, average. restaurant <laughs> exactly. I'm yeah. probably not that, yeah. and I don't want a case where I'm not touching a lot of things. And now let me also say this as well, because I took a a course on Cosera a few years ago, and it still sticks. To, there were there were three areas to mention. It was operations. It was um. I think operations, customer service, and product. And they recommended that you have to choose one to be above average. And other ones, you have to be pretty much like satisfactory average. You know, so you cannot be excellent in operations and excellent in your product. Like, you just don't have that resource. So you have to find out what... So someone like Domino's Pizza right now, they probably have mm-hmm. the most basic pizza, probably the most basic um, customer service, but they have excellent operations. And they'll beat anybody any day, any, 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 I mean, that's that. And probably if you look through other businesses as well, you, you probably see where the strength is. You know, maybe you can say like yeah. Virgin Airlines might be great customer service, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, FedEx might be operations, you know. Uh, Jumia might be, I don't know what Jumia is. Jumia might be operations as well too. I'm, I can't imagine I have good customer service, but I'm, maybe they, they do. So that's just my background, but let's just switch it around. Um, and... If there's any information, like, yeah, so what kind of questions would would you ask a potential um, client that wants Someone to... Someone who's at yes. idea phase, right? They just have this idea. I want to make sure I, it's going to be so, viable. Is that? Not just idea. Let's say they've, they've been running for like a year or so and they're struggling with their business and they don't know how to, mm. they don't know how to pinpoint where the problem mm. is. Okay. So I, I would first of all want to know if... Um, I would want to know what happened in the beginning. You know how they got in if they had a plan if they followed the plan um and then what was what 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 was um very different so let me answer that question then because Mm -hmm. so i worked in a bank and i was baking during the day like in week uh yeah on weekends selling to my friends they liked it so much then i got a lot of orders and then i quit my job and now i have two employees and we're pushing out cake every day, but sales is kind of like, just kind of leveled off right now. And I have issues with my employees, you know, they, they don't listen, they come to work late, they mess things up, you know, so that's where we are right now. Selling to the same friends and family. Well, friends sell friends, you know, so a lot of referral businesses. Um, and then, you know, we're trying to have an Instagram page right now and we're trying to see if we can get into stores. Okay. So it's not really niched, it's more general. Yeah, um, well, they're very good cakes and we can claim they're gluten-free and all that. But it's not been marketed as for X type of people. No, we don't do that. Okay, so I would, I would, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go at it from very different angles. But already, even from marketing, because for small businesses, marketing is always a big deal. So I usually pay a lot of attention to, well, almost everything, marketing, um, operations, you know, the finances. I, I pay attention to all those things. But I probably would want to see what more they could, even from them, because a lot of times when I'm, I'm doing the deep dive, I want them to start to uncover for themselves where there were gaps so i i would want to know around you know what they thought they could have so from the lessons in the last one year i would want to understand what they think may have given a different result if they didn't do it the way they did it and then from there you know i'll I'll just keep digging and uncovering digging and uncovering before we get to the point where i'm now ready to make recommendations and you find that at the point where i'm ready to make recommendations 
they may not even need me in the sense that already I've opened their eyes to so much. You know, I've opened their eyes to so much. So on their own, as I ask those questions and connect dots, they're able to see, oh, perhaps this should have been the strategy and not this. Perhaps this failed because, you know, we didn't take, you know, this factor into consideration. So, of course, you, you and I know it's not something we can do over yeah. how many minutes on the phone. Yeah. But um, usually, usually, um, there's some, some things that are pretty basic, which business owners think they had taken into consideration, which they did not. And oftentimes they know. Because interestingly, I work with entrepreneurs who are very intelligent. You know, my average um, my average client, you know, my typical client has two degrees. A good number of them have, have um, wow. MBAs. Those who don't have certifications. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, what, what, on average. So, where do you what? say your specialty is as far as uh, most of the clients? Are they in the tech? Are they finance? Are, are they... Whoa. Oh, they are spread. You have you have folks in hospitality. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. they spread everywhere from signage, agriculture, fashion, beauty, uh, everywhere. Does the degree matter though? No, no. Okay. Do you know why? Usually, I find that it's because like, there been times when you know people bring me in and they're a little worried that. You know, you don't have a specialty in this industry. And I'm like, I actually don't need to be, you know, that person. Because what you want me to do is look at things from, you know, bring in fresh ideas, new perspectives. So you already know what there is to know about your industry. And that's good. That's the reason we're working together. So you come at it from the technical and, you know, industry experience and industry knowledge side of things. I bring the strategy and connecting dots and you know, all the fancy things I, I do and together we're able to create magic. You know, so don't don't even Can a business grow without strategy? No, can a business last without strategy? It can grow, but can it last no. without okay. No, no, I don't I don't think so. I, I don't I really don't think so. At some point it will catch up with you. Yeah. Many times many times it may not have been properly defined, but they're actually running with a particular strategy. Yeah. You get yeah, so yeah. but because it's not properly defined it's not optimized and then everyone in the organization cannot be said to be heading in the same direction because they don't even understand what the direction is because you know strategy is as much what you will do as it is what you will not do nah, definitely in fact yeah. it's more important what so, you're not going what you will not do than what you yeah, will do because yeah. you, what you will do you're not even sure what it is but you should know definitely yeah. what you shouldn't do yeah, I, but I, if if it isn't well defined, I, I think it'll, it'll bite you at some point. <laughs> it'll yeah, bite. Definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, it, it's this is I always like talking to people who you know they they, they know markets and and they, they they know strategies. I'm I'm hoping that in my business that I'm I've chosen the right path and I know that um I'm not I'm stubborn I'm not too stubborn to to try to alter the path, to change it if it's not giving me the uh, yeah. feedback I want. Yeah, I what mean, the it? destination remains the same, the route can change. Exactly. Like I'm in traffic right now, if, you know, I have an option to get on another, because we just did, what, was it Third Mainland? If I had to do Echo Bridge, you know, to still get to my destination, that's fine. Exactly. <laughs> and one of the things I also really focus on in my own business is I like to look at the numbers. I think numbers lets you know, it's like a GPS. You mm -hmm. know, um, and for small businesses, you know, it's the proof of everything. It is, it is, <laughs> and you know, the challenge we have is. So have you okay? Recommend because I'm jumping around. So there, there's, you know, the e myth spoke about you know technicians, managers, and entrepreneurs, right? Mm -hmm. And most times, entrepreneurs they have a skill. And then they they try to build that skill into a business, but then mm -hmm. that's like to run a business. Your skill is maybe like a fraction of what's needed to actually run the entire business because you yep. have, to, you know. And that's yep. why there's a lot of gap left within us, you know. Um, and that's something that I, you know. Um, okay, it's just rambling. <laughs> Recommend a book from like. So what would you? So let's say you have a client right now. The one you just mentioned. The one you just mentioned. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I'd recommend the E Myth. Okay. Any other any other books? Huh, the plane to you. Or something. And I'm because... recommending Okay, go on, sorry. Go go ahead. Go ahead. No, nah, because it's it, so even at the point where you've given someone a blueprint, like they need to do a lot more homework. I, I say entrepreneurship is like pit. It's like a ma- It's like a. It's self study. That is mm-hmm. that's what it does. Nobody's going to grade you apart from time, you know. But like you, you have to constantly try to improve yourself, you know. Especially when your role changes in the business. So now you have twenty five yeah. employees. You're, you're now a yeah. manager, you know. Yeah. Now you have future yeah. employees. Now you have to figure out how do you make sure that these guys keep getting salary on time. Yeah. You know, and then when your customers change or competition comes in with a lot of money, like what are you going to do about that? So, yeah, you know, you have to keep on feeding your your mind to. And you know, for the for the reason you just for for the reason you just explained, I've also seen that many times um, people who go into entrepreneurship because they're trying to lead more rounded lives <laughs> uh, now turn out to become slaves to those businesses. <laughs> and for yeah. that reason, another book I, I would recommend is The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. So fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Just because there's more to, there's more to the glitz and glam and (laughs) and accolades. Um, at the end of the day, you want to make sure that life balance. So I um I heard about the book in the last maybe two months, and oh really? But I didn't read the book. I actually went online. So I'm lazy with certain books. I do. I'll do like an audio book online first to see mm-hmm. if I really like it. Yeah, you get it on Audible. Yeah. So in fact, I'm cheap. I go to YouTube, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my that goodness. Works. That works. So YouTube, that and then works. so I did that, and then what I also do is I listen to other podcasts, or uh, you know, and then so I watched. The, I heard the guy speak, and in a very very weird way, I think that like all these guys, they're all saying something in different ways. That if yeah. you've read maybe like a Think and Grow Rich, for example, right? Or mm-hmm. you, you've read um, maybe the E-Myth. So like E-Myth, you know, or maybe for the four-hour work week. Like you can actually get what these guys are trying to say. They're just maybe saying in, in, in different words over different pages. So sure. like, the, you know, um, and then the idea of also being very mindful, you know, um, I guess kind of helps me. I try to be mindful, you know, so... I didn't, I'm not reading the book, but I've I've heard the guy speak and I've enjoyed and I get what he's what um yeah. you know I get what he's 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 uh his yeah. whole approach is and it's fantastic. Um, this key, do you listen to any podcasts? Do you want to recommend any or do you listen? To, uh... mm, so I have Castbox on my phone, okay. and every now and then I would go in and just you know turn on something, but I can't even tell you any name okay. stands out because okay. I'll, I'll just do a search and. <laughs> I just listen to whatever pops so up. So, what sites do you go to normally then to get recharged? Like, what are, what are your, if you can share that? Like... My go-to place would be Get Abstract. So, Get Abstract is this app that summarizes books. Okay. Yeah. So, aside YouTube, you mentioned YouTube. I spend I, I spend time on YouTube, but aside aside that, I just get into Get Abstract. You know, I'll, I'll do a search for get, ob- get abstract or yes, abstract. Okay, you know, like the abstract uh, okay. version of okay. your thesis. Of, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I, I just go in there and I, I spend a lot of time. Is it a free it. app? No, it's not free. Oh wow. Okay. Only me day. My dad is a jabu. <laughs> <laughs> so the funny thing is, the things I will pay for, and I think mm-hmm. it's not used. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, so I I, I paid for the Headspace app, which is well, if the... you want free, I would definitely recommend TEDx. Okay. TED. Okay. TED. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Phases we go through, but um. All right. Great. Um. Again, this has been a very good conversation, and I I know. Uh, Thank you. Oh, before we jump, if people wanted to get in touch with you, how can I get in touch with you? Uh, on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, it. Hailbridge Consultant. Okay. Okay. Yes. Is this a partnership or this is a solopreneur? So I do have part, uh, one of them just relocated to Canada. Okay. <laughs> but I'm the managing partner. So okay. I'm the one you would see a lot of okay. the times. But when we have projects, yes. We do you plan on how big do you, do you envision your business to be? You kind of turn the uh, tables around. Just over now. the weekend on Saturday, I was, I was at a speaking engagement on Saturday and I was telling them how. You know those those properties that have been springing up on Alfred Rewani Drive on Ikui. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. So I keep I keep thinking, you know, how long is it going to take for us to get here? But um, I mean, we we do want to become 
continentally known. Mm. We want to become the, the firm you go to when you're trying to build something, attain global relevance. You, we do want to become that uh, across Africa. So what's so the strategy for on that? My vision, on my vision, I'm not going to share that, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but on my vision board, you know, you're going to see a couple African countries. So, yeah, we're looking, we're so, looking forward so to... I know you just talked about not sharing that, but do you think it's... Um, does it matter if, you, if people know your strategy? Because execution is what's key and dedication oh. and even adapting. So, like... Oh, it, it, I, it matters. So really? The, 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 so, sometimes... Sometimes, um, even without anyone telling you anything, you're able to study a company and say, this is what their strategy yeah, is. Yeah, but the team you know? is what executes. But, like, there's no... So, but let me put it this way. There's, whatever strategy you're implementing has been done in different ways in other businesses. But you know, you mentioned something hmm, that you may not realize how important it is. You mentioned something that oftentimes an organization may have developed... Ver- core strengths in a particular say amazon and shipping mm-hmm. you know that you may or may not be able to match so if that is the truth it also means that if they do their homework right and know what your strategy is they can also build competences in so, an area l- l- let me give you my own two cents on that now so like mm-hmm. there's a guy called seth gordon i don't know if you've you've uh, he's, mm-hmm. he's a marketing mm-hmm. guy the marketing guy exactly mm-hmm. and he's He's probably my dad, <laughs> for all I know. Okay. But, um, yeah. and so between him, you know, what Steve Jobs have done, I look at it from a point of view where they will copy and they will beat you in certain areas. But when you, mm-hmm. when you become a niche, when you keep, when you go deeper, you know, um, people who like, who kind of, um, how am I going to put it? Like you stand alone on your, like in your own playing field then. You know, I um, agree. so it's not, I, I, mean, I agree. It, you know, um, I agree, but, 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 um, I think there's, there's a lot of ways and look, there, there are very many smart people out in the world, you know, but those who have attained fantastic, awesome level of uh, publicity and interest and, uh, you know, um, so the, you know, for those who've done very well, their, their opinions now come to carry so much weight. But the times when I disagree, you know, now it doesn't mean I go saying, you know, I disagree and all that because they're, they're really smart. And they uh, unless you can do, trademark your processes. realities. Which people, you no, probably you cannot. can't. Exactly. No, you cannot. So not even ideas. Exactly. Even so ideas, it's, it's but... execution that matters then. So if you told me right now that you're going to. So if you execute, if you execute a mediocre strategy, what are you going to get? Mediocre result. <laughs> You see what I mean? I'm not saying one is more important than the other. You know, I'm just saying, and this is generally speaking, not necessarily me now. It's not defense of me. But I think, you know, people need to pay some attention to what is shared. Like I said, if you and I do our homework on certain companies without even being in their strategy rooms, you can tell that this is how they're running, you know, this is how they've decided to um, approach the market. You can tell, but does that mean they go, you know, flipping their mouths because it's down to execution? I, I think it's just balanced, you know, it's yeah. just balanced. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, and then obviously, you know, it, it's... But what, what, if to answer your question, you know, our strategy really um, is it, going to come down to great experience and great results from the customer's part and how they're going to do that is by getting in the first place let the strategies that they get be implementable because it's not it's not how brilliant or how fantastic it is it has to come down to what people in the organization can work with what they can follow what they're excited to work on you know do you think it would part be... of how we do sure. mm-hmm. sorry sorry no you finish what you're saying sorry no, part, part of how we do that is, like I mentioned, you know, in the earlier part of our conversation, bringing their strengths to play, you know, fusing it. And this is something I had to think up and learn how to do, not, not just not just roll it out there. And that's the difference between myself and Google, <laughs> you know, just, not just roll it out, but be able to blend it with how they do what they do, what they do, their culture, 
um, their strengths, some of the experiences they've had, and then break it down into milestones that really allow everyone get excited about continuing. Um, and you know, just do that okay. one company at an L. Would you would you want to focus in a, in a in a part of, in a particular like industry? That way, they know you as the expert in this rather than you having a a, a broader like a. No, 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 no. At least not now. That's not in the first area. At least not now. Why won't you do that? This is me being a bit stubborn right now, but like, because it's the because um because I um I am not focused on working with corporates, you know, and industry. So it doesn't have to be corporate. Know, it can be let's know, say healthcare. I know. Okay. I know. I know. But um, at least for the area where I'm in right now, it only makes more sense because of would I say numbers. And from, it's also really interesting just, you know, getting into an industry where you know little to nothing about. And by the time you're done with yeah, the a project, learning, the you're wiser. The learning curve of that and there's, the time there's it something takes. Else. No, no, no. I don't need... That's the thing. I don't even need to get too deep into the industry because many times... Let me shock you. Many times I work with clients in, say, um, tech. And some of the solutions we're bringing in... I picked from logistics. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I'm only able to do that because I have this uh, a, a bit idea of this and this without get, getting too deep. I, I don't think I want to. And this is just strictly a matter of choice, not necessarily strategy. But um, so Let I me recommend now, a book still... for you. Jay Abraham, mm-hmm. do you know him? Yes, I do. Ah, fantastic. So I had a book for years and I read it for the first time, maybe like, a month and a half ago and then i binged on him on youtube and he's um so yeah definitely like you know it, it, the other truth to what you're saying is also because i so between him and and seth gordon like they're different i'm sure he probably makes way more than seth but like seth has really just gone down into his own little hole and he's mastered that um mm-hmm. jay to, to me is like he will consult anywhere and then he realize that like you said you know from logistics you can apply this into like another industry and that's probably the part of the cross whatever like uh you know so it, it, it makes sense and i've done the same thing in my business look at the fast food look at the, even the car companies you know fast food you know the whole lines uh like uh what's, what's the term like uh the line system you know so yes there are things we can pick up from other industries and that puts it at an advantage if you can pick up from a and apply to b you know yeah. um so i think that's another that's that's a strategy then so i guess that works that's yeah. that's good all right great um again thank you very much for the time this has been lovely and um hopefully if you're ever in the area of barbican cravings you can stop by and then maybe which can... area where in um have you heard of barbican cravings barbecue and cravings yes in lucky yes yeah yes. chisco area yeah so that's um okay have you have you heard of have you had our product yeah, one time. Uh, did we pass? I think, yes. Are you sure? Uh, ah, it wasn't for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it wasn't for me. Yeah, Um. so that's that's uh, my own business right now, and I've done... Okay. Makes sense. The questions and the line of... Oh, okay. All right. Make sure... What do you mean by make sense? I mean, so how... Okay, we're actually done talking, but... You had gone. mentioned you were in the restaurant business. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah okay, okay and before oh, that okay. i was i ran a, a clothing line as well so and that so not, you're rounded maybe by the amount of failures i've had yes i'm rounded but they're just pit stops just they are they are and they're, they're necessary and I, 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 they are, i think um they are very necessary so um okay okay fair enough so yeah if you're ever in the area definitely swing by um we'll be good to meet you in person as well and then keep up the great work um we entrepreneurs need you know very sharp minds like you guys to help us to clear things up for us because we're just Thank running you. on passion <laughs> and you know um we have that desire but we just don't we don't have that gps we don't have that we, or no we, some don't have that skill set to to navigate through and you guys are doing a great job and i'm happy that this is an industry or a service that is now kind of it's growing you know um it's growing yeah. Unfortunately, yes, recognize yes, that it wasn't so. Couple it it years wasn't. Ago. It wasn't. And you know, there's still a lot of proof you guys have to do to make sure that the industry gets cleaned up because 
you know, you have folks who worked for four years in a, in a, in a restaurant and they quit or they got fired and now they're consultants, you know, yep. and I'm mm-hmm. like, well, there's a whole lot more because so, yeah, yeah. Don't let me, I can go on for a long time, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you know, keep up the great work and uh, thanks you, thank, thank you very much for you. your time. Okay. Thank you. All right, great. Have welcome. a wonderful day. All right, ciao. You too. Bye. If you like our show and you want to know more, please check out businessfeverng.com. Share the link with your friends. Leave us a review on iTunes. Join us again on Monday for a new podcast. Thank you.